to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with your host, Bill Sparks. The panel members are Dave and Chris Freaker, Bill and Jenny Sparks, Tim Oney, and Jeff Bennett. For the next two hours, Bill will be taking your calls. We'll have lots of conversation, demonstrations of products, and much more. You may reach us by calling 646 646- 876-9923. Follow the automated prompts. When you're asked for a meeting ID, enter 287-723-4600. When you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may also join us by downloading Zoom for your Android or iOS devices from the Play Store or the App Store. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Bill Sparks. Well, a very good morning to you, Coffee Club time. Um, It's what, October 12th, 2022. We have a lot of stuff going on on the show today. Of course, your conversation, we're going to do a feature on the new revised and updated lookout for folks with Android phones and how to read food labels and do all that good stuff and some other topics. And if we have time, we have a demo of Windows 11. I know you said Windows 10. I'm not worried about Windows 11, but there may come a time when you do. So we want to talk to you about that also. So we've had an interesting week this week. Um, Saturday, I got up to do the show. My computer wouldn't connect to the internet, and I thought, The cable was down. I rebooted the modem twice and still didn't work. But then I discovered the other devices were working. It was my computer. And to find out it was the 
I have a vest or had a vest on here, and it was blocking the the firewall was blocking all my internet connections. I said, "Hey, I can't have this," so away it went. So, but other than that, just been kind of a interesting and busy week. We're winding things up for the alumni. So, let's turn it over to you, Jennifer. Good morning, everybody. It's like Bill said, it's been a busy week around here. Yesterday, I was creating calendars for a new uh, person that asked me to do their activity calendars. So I did that, and they're very busy at that place. It'd be kind of a neat place to go to, maybe. But um, what else is going on? I'm still, I really like this printer. If anybody's in the market for a Braille printer that that makes decent high-quality Braille, then check out Page Blaster. So tell them to give that a chance. Now, what's your problem with your your cable and your scales, and what seems to be the problem there? <laughs> the cable that I have, this stupid scale, you have to plug plug it into the computer and plug it into power. And the, pow- the cable I have for the power is not long enough to reach the power supply, so I put, I used an extension cable, which evidently doesn't fit tight enough or something because it doesn't like it, so it doesn't let the scale stay on. That sounds like a Dave Rickard answer. Maybe he can answer that question. Well, yeah, it could it could just be a bad extension. Can you buy extensions that are bigger than what she's got, two or three foot? Or oh yeah, you can buy all kinds of um, all kinds of extensions. I've got some besides fifty feet. <laughs> like maybe it needs to fit tighter. I don't know if it's bent or something because it. Yeah, it, it it probably does have a bad, you know, uh, either the male or the female end of it might be bad. Sometimes. Different brands just fit differently. Yeah. Yeah. Might be worth trying to clean it with, if you have contact cleaner. Well, it depends if it's USB. There's all different kinds of USB connectors. They're not all made the same, labeled properly. So it depends yeah. on what you're working with. It's a USB. But... Right. So, but there we go. You know, in that once he gets that issues but they're using what are those kind of cables called they're like a it's a USB on one end but like a small it's not the USB-C but no it almost looks like the end of a printer cable they're they're real oh yeah the the printer cable right that's used because it's two way communication right that's kind so, of standard for printers. Like my radio has to have that kind so that they can handshake and talk back and forth to each other. Right. Well, these two aren't handshaking. <laughs> so once once that issue gets fixed, we've well, got What to, I can't figure out is it's got, it's got a rechargeable battery in it, so why doesn't it get enough battery from the USB on the computer? Well, why you, doesn't that keep it charged? You better make sure that it's connected to one of your USB ports that is powered, because some are and some aren't. And, uh, yeah, I was so it might say just it. be a different port on your computer would yeah. solve it. Yeah. Well, how would I know if it's powered or not? 
Well, wouldn't you hear a noise when it connects with the USB if it was powered? If it wasn't powered, you wouldn't it wouldn't recognize it. You know what I'm saying, Mike? If, uh, yeah, it, it it depends because some USBs even get power when the computer's off. And that you can tell by like plugging in an iPhone or something and seeing if it'll start charging even when the computer's off. But you could tell it's a different like wattage. So if you're charging something like an iPhone, it'll charge faster on the ones that are powered. Right. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. When you put that USB-C cable in uh, with the iPhone, and I have the iPhone 14 Pro, and if I ch- I put that on the charger. It char it, it charges really quickly. I gotta tell you, boom! It's it's it less in less than a half hour. It's it has that it, that phone is charged depending on how far down you put it. Yeah, that that's good too. All right, let's go to, the, go to Mike. let's go to Mike. Okay, well, a few interesting things we'll talk about. Um, First, on a personal level, we just finished the NFB Indiana convention, and that was a lot to do. We had four days of events. I got it all recorded. I got the audio done. I'm having Ryan, my partner Ryan look through the video. So, And I worked uh, with your, Bill, your good friend, uh, Debbie Morgan. She's now the president of the Lafayette Indiana chapter, and uh, she was part of the host of that. And so she's got her computer and Zoom and everything sounding good. Um, That's good. Else? Well, we had... We kind of basically shook up the officers. Uh, so I, I think it's a good thing, but I probably have some enemies now. Enemies um, kind of, they have their, what they call their nominating committee, where they make recommendations, and I just proposed uh, alternate candidates. And I'm amazed how many people are kind of afraid to do that. Uh, but anyway, uh, other things I think of interest to folks, one tomorrow, they're supposed to announce the COLA, the cost of living adjustment. And because of the inflation and everything, it's been predicted that it may be as high as 9%. So for every $100 you get Social Security or SSI, SSDI, you might get an extra $9. Sounds good, but, you know, that's because the prices of everything are going up. And one of the things I want to talk about later, if there's time permits, I'm hearing of people that whose rents are going up like $250, maybe even more per month. And I know two people have had to move back home with their parents, you know, or people have to take on roommates. Um, so that's something I'm very concerned about for our blind brothers and sisters with limited income. And the yeah, other thing is uh, October 17th is yeah. the date uh, that the um, these new hearing devices, I call them audio amplifiers because that's what they are. They're for uh, a light or moderate hearing loss. But uh, we, we heard about Bose pulling out. I guess they've come back. They're, they partnered with a company. I can't think of the other the name of it. But so the original one that I had is out there for eight forty nine. They got a new one for nine ninety nine enhanced, and you can get over twenty four months for forty nine bucks a month. So that in other words, you're paying twelve hundred for a thousand dollars. So you can pay some interest. You're getting a and Sony's coming out with it. So I would advise if someone interested in something like that, I would wait a while and see who else is coming into that space because I think there'll be some competition in different units and. Uh, hopefully there'll be good people to do good reviews or, you know, people have some kind of option uh, to test them first, you know, give a test run before making that financial commitment. But that's kind of the big stuff on the waiting for the severe weather today. Uh, they're predicting that. So big cold front. So watch out, folks. But that's it from here. That's the headlines. All right. And we'll be discussing those, too. All right, Dave and Chris. Well, the... Person, the company that's working with Bose is called Lexi, and we had some dealings with them yesterday. They were very, very nice. Um, Dave has a broken, well, it's not broken. It just doesn't work. I mean, it's not broken physically that we can see. But there's a cable that needs replacing, and they're going to replace it. Didn't cost anything, which is nice. But anyway, everything here is going fine. Not a whole lot. New. We 
went to, let's see, where did we go? Outback and Sam's when Donna came last week. Oh, Donna Day. Yeah, it was National Donna Day. Yeah, we have to Um, promote that every two weeks. Tomorrow, we just are going to go get our teeth cleaned, and we're going to get the third booster, and we got our flu shots last Friday, so that's kind of what's been going on here. Well, there you go. And thank you. All right, Jeff, what's going on with you? Oh, I will tell you, not much, really. I got to tell you, my I had the, or I told you about the Apple thing I had a problem with. They fixed that with my iPhone 14 Pro. That is working fine. Spectrum straightened out my, my, my phone number issue because when I, when I went to uh, put the new phone number with, with the eSIM, they said, but you have two iPhones. And I said, no, I sent, I only ordered one iPhone and, and that's it. And they said, uh, oh, yeah. So they had to call someone in uh, level two tech support to help that or whatever to get that fixed. <laughs> they, they've, always, they've screwed up things. I don't think I'm going to stay with Spectrum after this. I'll keep this for a while. And when I when I got my new iPhone, I had to go to Staples to get the labels printed up for uh, sending the old one back. They you don't send it back to Spectrum; you send it back to a company called Asherant. That's the that's the company that does for trade-ins. And I'm hoping that they get the new phone because I I don't trust the post office these days because mail isn't. I don't know. Mail just doesn't seem to be as as good as it used to be when getting when getting delivered. But that's all that's here. The biggest problem I had, and I finally have worked around it. It's just a matter of uh, holding the phone and the right technique. Is opening the phone with face with uh, uh, with facial uh, looking at your face. It does work, and I've gotten it to work with no problems. But I I do miss that fingerprint sensor. But I understand Apple didn't want to without the home button. It, it's a little tough to do that. I know the Android does, but it, the phone's working great. Uh, it, it it does a good job in the audio. My God, the audio is really fantastic on the phone. Listening to it, um, that's all I can say. And we'll we'll tell you more about my sagas with the iPhone in the next few weeks as we continue work. Learning how to use and uh, operate its uh, new features. The only thing I haven't done is I haven't put put a program on for LiDAR, so I know it does work with LiDAR, Mike and guys. I haven't done that yet, but I will in the near future. So everything is good here, Bill. That's all I can say. Very, very good. All right, let's turn it over to Radio Tim. Hey, Tim, you've been starting right right on time. Uh, I've not even had to wait on you lately. I don't know what the what the deal is. Have you turned over a new leaf or what? Well, maybe so. I don't know, Tim. I'm so mad about it and so upset about it. I just <laughs> just don't know what to do about it. <laughs> you know, you can really tell, can't you? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm always glad for those extra few seconds sometimes, to tell you the truth. But that's just me. <laughs> Anyway, well, um, we are uh, we we had a high yesterday of eighty. The high today is supposed to be fifty-eight, and uh, then cold weather from now on for a week or so. It's supposed to be highs in the forties. <laughs> so keep, uh, keep it there, Tim. Please uh, sending it over to Albany should be coming there in a few days. They're advertising snowflakes here next week. Yeah, they said Just, we might get them too. Just don't send it to Naples, thank you. Yeah. Anyway, but uh, uh, things are going pretty well here. It's uh, um, enjoying the, the playoffs, although the Twins didn't make it. And the Vikings, although they look like, well, they don't look very good, but they they are four and one. So. Hey, it's better than being like the Colts. <laughs> are they? Uh, are they two and three? I think. 
Yeah, something like that. I can't remember for sure. Two anyway. and two and one. Did you listen to the oh, Giant? Did okay. you listen to the Giant game from London when they beat the Packers? Because I was surprised because they, I didn't think they were going to pull that one out. Yeah, I, I did a little bit. Of course, the Vikings played in London the week before, uh, and uh, beat the Saints. So. Oh. Anyway, things are going, going well. along. So, well, we keep on plugging your shows and doing that kind of stuff. And we'll be talking about this more later, maybe more early next week about a second channel. You can listen on the, well, we'll be talking about that. We've got to make it happen first and then we'll talk about it. So, um, I guess that's all for the. What do you guys want to do? Take a few calls first, and then we'll do... Yeah, why don't we do that, and then you can do some of your stuff, Bill. Right. Don't take them all now. Take some of them, Jeff, a couple, and then we'll do the Google thing, and then we'll come back. We can we can do that. Well, we, we already know that out of the starting gate, we have Joe Sorensen in lovely Albuquerque, New Mexico. Joe, can you, and you unmute yourself, please? There you go. You're unmuted. Okay, good morning. And now at the starting gate, we have Joe... Oh, I'm not running in the Kentucky Derby. No, okay. Well, anyway, 51 degrees, clear and sunny skies up to 76, down to 51 tonight. Anyway, the subjects do sound fantastically interesting. So I would actually do look forward to those topics. Window 11 and everything, look look at the windows and all of that good stuff. And now I'll turn it over to the better half. Yeah, thank you. Good morning, everybody. Uh, we're doing pretty good around here. Just uh, just plugging right along. Nothing really earth-shattering to talk about. Just We're going to be going out a little bit this afternoon, but we'll be doing okay. Just meeting up with a friend of ours. Are you guys going out for dinner or doing it like that or what? Out to the, well, out to the mall, and then um, we've got some. Joe's got a manicure today, and then we just yeah with my with our friends. With someone have a little snacky thing at the what's called part of the Coronado Mall here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Yeah, for lunch. What do you, do you guys go to the restaurants at the mall? Or do you go to the food court? Um, sometimes we go to the food court, but this, but um, we're gonna go to Fuddruckers for lunch today. So. Oh, Fuddruckers! We we don't have that in Albany anymore. We used to, and uh, I remember you could bake your burgers your own way and put it over there. What I like is the freshness. So, because they make it right there, is to make it to order. Ah, very good. Yeah, it is. Very good. Thank All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. It's, you're right. always welcome, you know. All righty, then. Thank you. Thank you, Ellen. And Do you want to take one more, and then we'll go to the we'll, yeah. we'll let you. Okay. Let's uh, go to Gail out in Minnesota as well, out in, uh, I always forget where you are, St. Cloud, Minnesota, whatever it is. Uh, go ahead, Gail. Unmute yourself, please. Uh, hopefully, I'm unmuted. You are. Go ahead. Well, um, we're getting new refrigerators here. Uh, they someone came yesterday to check out the some people will and some people won't I guess but I guess I'm getting a new refrigerator with um not the type of handle where you can just pull it you know it's like a different type of thing I don't know too much about it till I see it uh everything else is going well with us you know as far as Wendy is concerned and everything but 
you know, as, as far as anything else, I'm not looking forward to cold weather either. When the guy was here to check out this thing, he, I didn't know this till later, turned off the heat, turned off my heat, and then put something down on the table or something saying I had to have the heat at a certain temperature, 68 or something like that. I can't read those things. I don't. Wendy told me about it later. But as far as everything else is going, uh, things are going well here. Otherwise, I'm still still stumping Tim to the best of my ability. <laughs> but that's okay, too. But that's about it for now. Well, Gail, I'm glad that you're doing better. And uh, thank you. And I'm sure we'll get back to you later on in the show. Okay, Gail? Thanks a lot, Jeff. Thank Jeff, you, you want to take bath and... Okay, we can do that. Then we'll go to the demo, small demo. All right, Beth, can you unmute yourself, please? There we go. Morning, everyone. I've been uh, the last last um, Wednesday. We had our Universal Yums here, and we went to South Korea. That was fun. There were a couple of things that were quite spicy, but yet most of it was really, really good. I I enjoyed that. I I always enjoy the Universal Yums. Of course, I would. Did you have Did you have, Did you have kimchi? Um, you know, I'm thinking. There was. I'm just trying to think what what all the snacks were called that we have. That there was something that was on the order of the ramen noodles, and when we first had it, the, the, the lady that was doing this didn't give us the. They didn't put the seasoning on it, and someone mentioned something about the seasoning, and she was reading about it. And then she said, okay, let's try some more of it with the seasoning. And we did, and it tasted far better because it was kind of bland without it. <laughs> well, and you said you had something spicy. If it was spicy, it might have been kimchi. It's a vegetable. It's quite good. Okay, yeah. I know that there were certain nuts that were spicy or certain popcorn things that were kind of spicy. But I handled it all right. I handled it better than I thought I would. <laughs> and over the last week we also where we've been i was told that we that they're hiring a new activities director but i don't know when she's going to start and neither does the supervisor that i was talking with yesterday but i pray that she starts soon because and i I pray that we can i even said the other day i said i hope we're going to be able to keep her (laughs) i don't want to lose our activities directors i don't want to lose anyone good heavens well, I'm sure that things will work out, yeah, Beth. Believe me, I'm, I'm sure that they will. So, all right, well, we'll, we'll let you go. I know you may want to talk a little later on, and uh, very good talking to you on here, and uh, enjoy the rest of your morning as you listen to the Coffee Club. It's all-, all right. All right, Bill, it's all your turn. We're going to do, and I think you guys have heard me talk about, because I've shown it on my Android phone, and I've also shown this particular program um, also on my hymns six many, where you can actually read your email, read print, uh, recognition, and of course, documents and barcodes. And barcodes are second to none. So we're going to do a small demo, and we thank these folks from North Dakota who provided this video or information so we acknowledge them and give them the credit so here we go and then we'll answer a few questions after this see what you think 
Today we're going to give a big thumbs up to the Google accessibility team for updating Lookout. Lookout by Google. Lookout uses computer vision to assist people with low vision or blindness get things done faster and more easily. Using your phone's camera, Lookout makes it easier to get information about the world around you and do daily tasks more efficiently, like sorting mail, putting away groceries, and more. Built with guidance from the blind and low vision community, Lookout supports Google's mission to make the world's information universally accessible to everyone. Lookout has five modes for a variety of activities. A couple of the new features that they show here is they have a food label mode uh, to quickly identify packaged foods by their label in addition to scanning the barcodes. Also the ability to read a whole page of text with scan document mode. Take a snapshot of a document, Lookout will scan the text so it can be read out loud by your screen reader or magnified on your phone. There's a quick read mode to quickly skim text and hear it read out loud for doing things like sorting mail. There's a currency mode to identify US banknotes and explore mode that offers information about objects in your surroundings. All Android devices running Android 6 and above with more than two gigabytes of RAM will work with Lookout. What I'd like to do is just kind of jump into it and we'll see together how all this kind of works and uh, if there's any weird nuances or little things that are kind of quirky about it. So what we'll start off with is just a general interface here. On the screen here, we have at the very top the profile button saying who's signed in. The bottom left corner, we have a play button. And then we also have a recents button um, to the right of that. And at the bar is a sliding menu system here, starting off with explore. So that's like exploring your surroundings food labels, which is a little piece that if you want to add like the ability to scan barcodes, you can do that. There's a quick read um, section for reading off like a document really quick. There's a scan document area, a currency area. So overall, there's a, these different areas that are integrated into Google Lookout. What we'll start off with is explore beta. So it says point your camera around you and hear what's in your environment, such as people, objects, and text. So I'm going to say don't try that again because I've read it off to you. And that menu will go away. And I'm going to hit the play button. Person. Text catcher. Text includes 142px saying a page instruction manual. So at text S4995. Text material. I think overall it picked up the magazine right away that's right beside me. I'm going to hit play again here and uh, have a little higher in Table. my Chair. office. Shelf. Shelf with text, zoom text. Text, zoom text. Person. Now keep in mind, this is not connected to the network at all. This phone is literally uh, thinking and doing everything local. So this, this phone does not even have a SIM card, so it's not connected to the internet, which is, I think, pretty cool. Well, let's move over to food label mode. And it says, Lookout can scan for barcodes or recognize the front of a product. Try holding the product in front of you and slowly rotating it. So I'm gonna say don't show again. We'll click okay. And I'll start off with something I'm really good at drinking here. And that's a lot of Pepsi, Pepsi here. Pepsi, 24, 12 ounce cans. So before I even really rotated it, it just picked up the barcode, I think, and just read it right off. General Mills Frosted Cheerios. Whole grain oat gluten-free, frosted 10.6 ounces. 
Look at that. It even picked up the ounces based on the barcode. That's kind of crazy. We're going to try. Not recognized. Try rotating it to other sides. Hidden Valley Ranch. Valley Original Ranch dressing. 16-ounce bottle. Bushes, chili beans, pinto beans, and mild chili sauce, bulk canned beans. So that was the front. Now it's just picking up the barcode here. Bushes, best mild chili beans, sauce, 16-ounce can. So from the barcode, it's actually able to tell me a little bit more. Campbell's Chunky Healthy Request Chicken Noodle Soup, 18.6 ounce can. It can read the front, though, that's for sure. So, I mean, overall, that's pretty pretty quick. I, I'm really surprised that it downloaded was definitely a lot of different types of products. Because we're, we're getting um, all this to the end without any internet connection. We're going to go from food label. We're going to slide over to the quick read and see how quickly it can kind of more or less pull together. If we look at how this is presented, it's kind of like a brochure that's broken into three different areas. So we'll see when we hit play how well it pulls it all together. 2020, our family's looking to the future. Renee, March 13th, 2020. Family weekend agenda, B0 to 8 o'clock meal and social. So we can see from there, it, it actually did start in this first section. And then as it completed that area, it moved on to the Family Weekend Presenters. So that was kind of interesting. and actually knew that there was sections here within the document. The other area is Scan Document. And overall, for scanning document mode, you hold your device in portrait mode, move it slowly, and listen for Lookout's real-time guidance to help you take a good picture of the entire document. You can also use it to take a snapshot at any time to read the text and view. Sometimes Lookout can read snapshots better than live camera view. So we'll go ahead and click OK. And uh, Move device right. Move device left. Hold still. There we go. So what it did is it actually went out, put it all in text format here. If we have accessibility turned on, we can just hit that and hit play. X, share, delete item. 2020 Our Families Looking to the Future Family Weekend Agenda. Friday, March 13th, 2020. And it'll read the text off. 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock meal social. And this accessibility feature, um, this little person here is normally with most Android phones, if not all. And you go, you just go into accessibility options and you can turn that on. It's called the read to text. And if you turn that feature on, this little icon will be there um, to read out anything that's on the page at any time. And uh, one thing that we found that was kind of interesting whether in quick read mode or scan dot mode, was that it would actually read the text if we, even if it was upside down. Miller's future agenda, family weekend presenters, sister of she, Amani Morris. Isn't that crazy? So it's actually detecting the text that it's upside down and is reading it no matter what the orientation. I'm really, I have the sheet here very crooked and it actually is reading it out loud. 20 hour families. Weekend agenda, thing to the future. Thir Without any problems, this, I don't know, I've, I still have never seen OCR done this well before without it complaining. So the quick read is very good, very good. And then as far as currency, let's see how quickly this reads it. US $5 bill, US $1 bill, US $1 bill. So pretty quick, um, US $5 bill. not too bad. I think overall, um, Definitely very usable. It seems to to read off the currency that's closest to the camera. Um, the f I was putting the $1 bill on top of the 5 just seeing how quickly it, it would distinguish between the two. Um, so again, very fast. 
the voice that's being read here is using the integrated voice um, that's part of Android, <clears throat> so you can speed it up as quick as or slow as you would like. So that's another thing to keep in mind. Just wanted to share this today and uh, hope that Lookout is something that can help you in your daily lives. It's free by Google and uh, overall very happy with the progress that they've made with this app and making it available to a lot more um, phones and should help a lot of people. So I'm uh, pretty psyched about it. Lookout for bill. Lookout. To contact David, email D-A-V-I-D-O-L-S-O-N at nd.gov or call 701-795-2712. Okay, we got that last plug in there. So there is Lookout. Any questions from the panel or anybody, I'll be glad to explain or try to. Where have you found it most useful for you, Bill? Well, I use it on a daily basis. We used to have a mail problem around here. And this quickly scans all of my mail quickly, and I can sort it out, quickly get it done. I find Jackie's calling on me three, four, five times a day whatever to read this out of her freezer read this read this read that what's this bottle what's that and it doesn't let me down so it works well for me the good thing about it is you can go out and buy a cheap android one of those pixels like a 4a that you can put an sd card in with an earphone jack and you can use that program and not have to be hooked to the, you know, have to have a SIM card in it, like that guy said. And it just, just works. Works well. Very and I well. used it when I first started doing the the labels and things for the alumni stuff when I was doing the addresses to find out to make sure that it was getting all of the return address and things like that on the label. And I can do it quite well. The the closest thing it reminds me to, comparable, but not, CNAI is not quite as good, but CNI is pretty good, especially on the newer phones. But if you need something done and you want to take charge of your mail or you want to read your labels, and the nice thing about it he didn't tell you about it was you can hit the share button and you can type those you know, the recipes or whatever you've read, you say like you've got some mail and you've read the documents, you can hit a button and it'll go to either your OneDrive, Google Drive, or Dropbox. So, well, and what he didn't demonstrate, too, is that it'll turn the flashlight on for you. I went out to the freezer in the garage in Florida one night to get us something to eat and I didn't have like I knew it probably wasn't too light out there and I didn't have any trouble because it turned on the flashlight and if it needed it and read the barcode so have you read have you read documents with it Jennifer not I have some yes and I have too so it, I read a receipt that I had in my purse one day because I wanted to know what it was for. And it, it read it. And you've read handwriting, too, haven't you? Yeah, I've read handwriting. I got cards. I got whatever from people. It reads that. So to to me, it's been a lifesaver. 
uh, that has been one thing. And I still have an iPhone right here in my pocket. I'm not. But for this particular feature, if you want to turn turn things around, and, you know, you've got nosy in-laws and people coming over or anybody, neighbors or going through your mail if you can't read it all at least you can trust yourself it's not that i've got anything to hide but uh, you know you want to be able to read your own stuff well anything to make you more independent i think that's the that's the, the whole point is if you can be as independent as possible and these tools work for that that's that's the important thing right now, is it going to make the difference? We got a form for Jackie from the Social Security Administration. It's not going to fill out that form, but it read that form to me perfectly so I could tell what it was. So I can have Jackie call Ira and they'll print it, print it, and then she'll be able to sign it and they can complete that form and then we can mail it in. So... You know, we're just thinking outside of the box here. So it's something different. Very good. Michael, any input on the, about the Google Lookout? I guess not. Well, anyone in the, anyone in the audience who'd like to raise their hand, if you have any further questions, you're welcome to do so by just, you know, raise your hand and uh, we'll, be, we'll be able to help you out maybe. You know, go ahead, Gail, unmute yourself. Can can you read birthday cards like these um, cursive, you know, fancy birthday cards and things like that with this? Yes. Because sometimes I have trouble with, I, of course I have Wendy, but I mean, if I didn't have anyone, I've always had trouble with people sending me birthday cards or Christmas cards like that. And yeah. I've had to kind of put them aside and I never see them again because I can't find anyone to read them. Yes, you can. Thanks a lot. And the one nice thing about it is the little phone or the little whatever you use will guide you to it. Tell you left, right, upper right, lower, and then tell you to, you know, hold it steady or whatever. It gives you audible cues. Okay, so if I was reading a document, it'll tell me of all the edges or it'll give me a cue that it's centered, that it can read the whole right. document, which is very nice. Yes, it does. And it it most certainly does. So it's just, it's a feature I haven't seen on my iPhone yet. And I've got the 13 Pro. But, you know, it's just one of those types of things. Like I said, you can use it with your HIM6 Mini. Or if you've got one of those phones, what is it, the... Um, What's the phone, Jeff, from that you can buy that has all the new programs? Blind Shell. Blind Shell 2. It has Lookout on it. So you can use it that way. Well, so, it really makes, like I said, anything to make you more independent is, is what I think is the good thing about these applications. Uh, you know, uh, and as you get older, I mean, I, I sometimes I find myself losing patience with the technology. But it really is, uh, you've got programs like Lookout. And, of course, there are programs that you could buy or pay for, like VoiceStream, and you've got Envision, you've got SuperSense. I mean, all these products are tools 
that we could take advantage of. Some right. work better than others, you know. And some are right for other people and what you're comfortable with. He's speaking of bar labels. SuperSense does a good job on bar labels. It does. It really does. It does a pretty good job on that. But, you know, these are all just different things. But you can also read the screen if you so choose to. We had a lady who wrote in the other day who says she puts her iPhone when she wants it to be, when it puts it in a coffee cup and it kind of holds it in the right position so she can um, take pictures of things or do that. So th- that's another thing they've they've started with. Anyway, but if you can find a small Android phone, I would say give it a shot if it's something that you might be interested in. I think it's pretty cool. I think the technology is excellent. And I think, um, it, and we, I guess we can get back to some more phone calls if we have any. Yeah, if you have, if anyone else has any questions or would like to raise their hand, they're welcome to do so. Um, and of course, I always forget that phone number. It's six four six eight seven six nine nine two three. And uh, hit uh, and the meeting ID is two eight seven seven two three four six zero zero. Followed by the pound key. Hit that pound key again, and you're in like Flynn, as I always say. All right, Alan in uh, Ontario, California. Unmute yourself, and then Beth will come back to you again. Go ahead, Alan. Okay, I'm wondering, can you use it with any Android phone uh, lookup? Yes. Yes. Any. Any. Well, I guess technically answer would be the answer would be yes however if you've got one less than what is it two gigs two ram of memory and 6.0 it said needs operating system android 6.0 right but other than that but no more in the course and the most normal things yes any android phone can do it you have any other questions alan um is this uh which phone does it uh what the lookout work for? Does it work for blind shell as well? Uh, yes, it laptop. works for a blind shell. It works for any any wow. Android type of phone, whether it be Google, whether it be Samsung, whether it be Pixel, whether it be Motorola, whatever. It works for those particular phones. The only thing it does not work on yet is the iPhone. All right, Alan. All right. Thank, Thank you. you. All right, Beth, you have a question again. Unmute yourself, please. Okay. Um, actually, the question that I had wanted to ask was just answered. Thank you, Bill, about the iPhone part of it. It does sound like it would be something that it would, it would be great if Apple would look into this as well. I think it would be Apple. But I'm hoping to get an iPhone soon. Um, could I let you know a couple things, or is it better that, to stay on this topic? No, yet? you're fine. Oh, okay. Um, there, there, there's one thing that I do have a question about lately. I am getting more spam lately that I'm not real sure. I mean, I'm moving them all into the spam folder. But for some reason, 
I every single day I get at least three or four things and I know the screen readers read them differently sometimes they pronounce things differently it says something like sans serif bold this bold that bold whatever bold and I'm not real sure what the world that's all about that's the style of printing that it's telling you it's telling you that it's of the style of what, or how the letter is looks looks on the screen what sans- email program are you using Beth uh, Thunderbird Oh, well, Thunderbird is changing and not for the better, unfortunately. Oh, dear uh, God. Yeah, we've been having that problem. But. Um, and I've got the laptop. Um, it's a, a high end Dell. Well, it's not the computer. I can spam it, and a lot of times it'll be something and it'll say there's no text in the message, but you know it's spam. I never. I, if I don't know who it's from, Beth, my. my my index finger on my right hand is sore because I'm hitting the delete key so often. So, uh, yeah. when in doubt, just hit the delete key. And uh, I don't even put the spam in a spam folder. I hit, I, I hit the delete key and clear out the trash can every so often. I, I don't even bother with it. If I don't know who it's from, I'm just not going to read it. And right. I'm definitely not going to open it. No, anyway, by rights, the email program should put it in the spam folder. However, it, it's not always perfect. It's yeah, I mean, like- it may not always know. I have Gmail. I have stuff from Gmail on my on my computer. I have a Gmail account, and it does put stuff in the spam folder. Sometimes I got to go through that because it's stuff that's not spam. So yeah, you got you got to be careful. I and one thing I can assure you of on that, I have been not opening them. I've not opened them at all. But at the same time, I'd like to know why I keep getting those and. I mean, I I haven't been subscribing to anything except for one thing. um, I just got Bookshare. I I just um, subscribed to that and just started getting, I mean, I've got a membership now with Bookshare. I got that as a birthday present from me to me for this year. (laughs) Well, it's not because of Bookshare. It's just the nature of things on the Internet. I don't, Mm -hmm. if we had the answers to that, we probably wouldn't be doing this show. We'd be gazillionaires <laughs> and doing all kinds of things. But yeah, everyone, everyone gets spam, and for every one you get, there's a hundred that have been blocked. Hey, hey Mike, here's, here's how they're following me. I'll do an order on Instacart, and I'll order um, TGI Fridays potato skins. I can't tell you how many times I'll go to a web page and I'll see ads for TGI Fridays on that web page because they, they they're monitoring what I'm doing. I mean, obviously, oh. it, 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 there's a song that was done by an uh, artist named Rockwell. Somebody's watching you. Well, between Google and Facebook, they're watching you when they well, and they're Uber targeting. Is bad and, about it too. Somebody and they're targeting ads. That's right, yeah. Beth. They're, mm-hmm. they're targeting you as to what you do on the web, and so. If I, if I, like, for example, I was looking for a microphone, a sure microphone, all of a sudden I'm getting ads for audio products on my web pages uh, that I go to. <laughs> and, you know, I also get PayPal, um, and I know it's not PayPal, but I get these fraudulent PayPal messages asking for my password. And I, I, the only thing that I do with those is forward them to spoof at PayPal.com because one day I called years back and they said, if you get a fraudulent email forwarded to spoof at PayPal.com. And I've done that. And they've been, I, they, hopefully they've been able to take those those weird sites down that, that say they're, they're PayPal. But there's a lot of things that are going on like this that just got to stop. But for every one you you delete or every one you, you get, do something, move it to spam, it just seems like there's more and more and more. And 
I'm just wondering why this stuff has to happen. I mean, okay, I mean, what is an easier email program? I mean, what's a good one that I could get instead of Thunderbird? I, I just would like to see about getting something else because it, it just seems like it's happened more and more since I've gotten Thunderbird. I don't know that Thunderbird, I don't believe Thunderbird is a cause of the spam. I okay. just don't. I mean, I, it, it's just your mail program. That uh, There's no such thing as a uh, I, I don't know how to get rid of spam. I get it all the time. I just ignore it. Go ahead. Do you want to say something, I, I, Chris? I was just going to say, I think whatever program you get, Beth, you're going to get about the same results. You're probably right, Chris. I believe it now. That I'm just getting tired of it, though, and I have unfortunately gotten some with those stupid Viagra well, but, ads. But, I, oh, but yeah. think of spam as like the post office. I mean, uh, uh, and I get, I can't tell you, well, I, mean, I, don't, I don't get as much anymore, but... It, I can't tell you how much junk mail used to come into my regular mailbox uh, in my apartment building. I don't seem to get that anymore. But, you know, just, uh, it's the electronic post office, and spam is junk mail, essentially, that you're going to get. Exactly. Try having a name like Chris. You would be surprised at what kinds of things I get. Oh, <laughs> boy. I believe it. I feel really bad that it happens. Well, but yet, instead of feeling bad all the time, I want to make sure that I find something constructive to do. And normally, nine times out of ten, I do. <laughs> well, the delete key is very constructive. Yes, that it's very is. constructive. And, and it gives my, my middle finger calluses. Go ahead. Uh, my index finger calluses. Mike, did you want to say something? Well, I was going to say, I mean, if it really... You know, I don't know what how much important mail you have going to that address, but I mean, there's nothing stopping you from setting up a new email address, right? Or yeah, I've got another one that I use for my um, I, I, my business address because I've got something going where there have been certain times where I've brailled up certain things for people because I've got the braille blazer. I'm also doing these hats and Afghan knitting the hats and the Afghans and. I I like bumblebees and cats. I couldn't think of anything for cats, but I called my business Beth's Busy Bee Braille Blankets and Bonnets. That's kind of nice. I should I should call you up and have you make me an Afghan. <laughs> That'd be fun. I'd love it because I with my business email address, I decided to to have that one as mbmoline at charter dot net. Very I mean, nice. I don't, I don't mind telling any of you here because I know I trust all of you. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, notice she just gave it out. She's going to get a whole bunch of mess. Right. Yeah, exactly. Really? Isn't that the truth? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a judgment call. You could tighten your spam filter so it collects more things and you never see it, but then you might miss something important. So right. Isn't that the truth, too? <laughs> and, and I don't want to cause panic or alarm, but I, I do believe with the escalation of... Uh, you know, Ukraine issues going on right now. There are more attempts to uh, either trick emails to to get sensitive information. So it's. Uh, I think you're right, Mike. I but, really do. But you know, Mike, I got to tell you, ever since you put, for example, all, all things radio on that new mail server that you that you set up, I haven't gotten any spam to that uh, all things radio address. Oh, so wow. right. So some of it is the servers. You are correct, Jeff. That's that's part of it. I mean, there's just there's a lot of things that come into play. You know, and there's something else I'm curious about. But um, we're talking about all things radio and some of that, too. But uh, I, I wondered, Mike, if you know anything, if you've heard anything, because I read an email a while ago with, uh, from WGAB where uh, they were mentioning Pastor Gail Russ. At one time they were mentioning that he had leukemia, and I wondered if he was still around or not. You mean WGAB radio? Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I don't listen to the station, so I, I don't oh, honestly know. Okay. I'd have to yeah. research that. But I couldn't. I, I couldn't tell you either, Beth. I don't really listen to the religious programming. Uh, the only the only person I I'm I am surprised to see that um, um, Jay Vernon McGee is still on, for example, and he's been gone for years and years and years, but they still keep running those tapes of his. So well, they're they're very popular. I had someone request and pay me to get the whole collection of those. So right, and it is. I mean, it is. If if you're interested in Bible study, it is something that is does kind of help explain. Uh, the language barrier, you know, when you're looking at things like the Old Testament and trying to understand what the words mean today, or what they even meant then, right? So, well, the, uh, that's a good thing. <laughs> and I forgot the name of the guy who does it, but it's Walk with the King today. It's a guy out of Briarcliff Manor, New York. Uh, and he's Robert passed. Cook. Yeah, Robert Cook. He, he still runs uh, his program. Still run as well. So. Yeah, Duncan Holmes mentions him from time to time because I know that I I talk with Duncan each week on a phone conference. So he's mentioned him, and, and, and I hear that he's supposed to be pretty good. And the only reason I know about some of this stuff, Beth, is I did some part-time work when I was living in Syracuse at a Christian radio station, and I worked the all-night shift, and I would run the tapes at night, and so that's why I remember it. But I only did what lasted about a month there. They wanted me to do phone counseling, but I didn't feel qualified to do phone counseling. Well, you know what? At least you're able to admit that, though, and that's a good thing. Well, I guess that is a good thing. Yeah. We got one of those new radio stations that came here, Jeff, 96.3. Was it the Bible? Bible, Bible broadcasting. Bible oh, I, broadcasting, yeah. I think I was able to pick that up on the Victor stream. Yeah. What a... There, there's a station that'll take you 50, 60, 70 years in the past. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Ben. Yes, y'all Thanks, have ben. a great day. You too. <laughs> But Jeff from the radio standpoint, WGAB is a low power, it's an AM 1180, low power, you know, weather translator FM is over 50 miles away and it still comes in here clear. They've got a, they've got sometimes a, those low power stations can really travel. Wow. Yeah, sometimes they can and then sometimes not so good. A so, lot of ours are, are on our main antenna farm, Shoreview. So they do quite well here. And, and have they fixed all the antennas now? Everything is back to normal up at that antenna farm, uh, Tim? Yep. Yep. Everything's all back on, all the HD channels and all that. I hate to live near um, one of those. Yeah. Let me I tell would. you, you live in one of those and, and, and you get you get hash on, all, on every FM frequency that's not being used. I can tell you that right now. Although, so. when the day up from... Get four fifty five hundred feet in the air. They really don't have as much RF. That's a high enough elevation that it it tends to distribute a little bit higher in the atmosphere. Yeah. Well, this this most of these are over a thousand feet, so so they may not be as bad. But and also, so the, yeah. the newer radios don't seem to be susceptible to that as much as some of the cheaper older radios. If you remember correctly, those were really susceptible. To that. We, we've had a trunk stations. I was living in Syracuse, and, and it was terrible. You couldn't you couldn't do any FMDXing because of all the interference. Yeah. We have a call, Bill. Should I go ahead? Oops. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, uh, he, we got a voicemail. Okay. Good morning, Bill, and everyone on the Coffee Club. This is Debbie in Lafayette. Uh, yeah, my worked wonderfully. Michael is such a help. Speaking of Michael, um, I have a question for him or anyone else who can answer. Um, he said something the other day to me about upgrading his SE from a second generation to third generation for $150. Do I have to go through Apple to do that? I went to a T, uh, yeah, T-Mobile store. And that was a no-go. Um, consumer Cellular is a no-go. 
So anyway, if anyone could tell me that, that would be awesome. Thank you so much. Um, I'm thinking about one of those small phones, too, for the program y'all are talking about. Look out. Anyway, um, what kind of phone would I need for that? Thank you so much. Have a, everybody have a great day. Bye-bye. Hope that came across okay. Yeah, I think it came across fine. Does she want to upgrade to an SE3? Is that what she's trying to do? Well, you're right. I I told her she, like me with the SE2, had a really bad speaker on the top, and you can't hear your Zoom calls. And, right, and, right. And I like mine, the SE3 yeah. fixed that. But then she said she was interested in a Google phone, and, and I said, well, that's nice, but I don't know if you'd want to make it your primary phone because that's that's a learning curve and it works quite a bit different from the iPhone. So I, you know, I'd say when we talk about Lookout, we got to make sure that people understand that that's one facet of the phone and that works great. And you may go over to Android and love it, but some people are really challenged because the user interface is quite different and sometimes tapping doesn't work. And there's there's, you know, some people love it, some people not so much. Some people it's come down to what you use first. So I would still say if you want to do that, I would have it as a second phone. I don't know that I would switch and make that your main phone unless you're well, really uh, committed to making yeah. that change or have both for a while until you're sure that's what you want to do. But, Debbie, that probably that $150 I got when it was brand new, and probably it's probably more now because they're probably not giving as much for the second generation as, as they did then. I mean, the, the thing is these things over time phones keep de- decreasing in value right so yeah i mean the longer you hold the phone it's it's less and less worth less much money go ahead uh, tim i was going to say i know t-mobile offered that when it was first out on the uh se3 um if you traded in like the eight that they would give you 150 dollars off they would uh jenny are you there yes can you speak for you switched in just a matter of a couple of days to switching from the high core, you were hardcore iPhone to the Android. Of course, you still have an iPad, but how did your experience go? Well, it wasn't. Of course, I got the Pixel 6, which was a new, a new high quality phone. And so TalkBack pretty much worked like I anticipated it would. And I started out with the settings that it had. I didn't go and and change a bunch of stuff, really. But I didn't find it that hard. Some of the gestures are a little different, but you get used to it. And it was the first phone I ever had that didn't have a home button. And I thought, oh, brother, I mean, that was one reason I kept my 8 and didn't switch to a higher iPhone because I thought I had to have that home button. But I've learned to get along with this phone quite well, and I've told you lots of times I'll keep my iPad for some of the things that some apps that just don't work. As the hardest thing to do that I found on the Android phone is to scroll because it doesn't always work the way they say it's supposed to work. But luckily most of the apps make it so you don't have to do that that they give you a list or something so you can choose that way but other than that i mean there's a few gestures that are a little different but i would i don't see myself buying another iphone i'll always have an ipad or something but so that's but i something. think the key of, of, of getting a newer phone is very important because i got a slightly older one and i had to do three or four updates on the operating system and until i got it current it was a little sketchy it was a little dicey so uh, i almost think if it's something you want to do you want to 
have the the commitment to get a very very current phone. I just my what, you, what are your impressions of Android now that you've been using it for a while, Mike? Uh, you, I know you were you were frustrated with it originally. So can, do you have any impressions now? As well, as I mean, I like it for what it does well. I still think people should have both, unless you just don't have the finances, um, because each is excels at certain things. And I I definitely am not going to give up the iPhone. Uh, I think if you want that convenience to do things quickly and a consistent behavior, I think you're, you know, I, but I also think it comes down to what you learn first. And some people can gravitate some, you know, learning something new is, is more of a challenge than others. And, but I still believe having a newer phone versus an older one presents its own issues. So I like it for what it does. The lookout's great. I mean, there's, I like some of the audio stuff that I can do. I can hook it to a USB uh, port and I can hook up all kinds of stuff. I can hook up my braille display, you know, my Pacmate braille display to it and use it and read it. You know, that's something you, you're not going to do on an iPhone. So it depends on what you want to do. But I just, I'm leery to tell anyone to go a whole hog to switch from one to the other because when I read online, people reviews and the people that have tried it and stuff, most people have not had as good of experience as Jennifer has had uh, with that. And well, and the car quality is so much better. Well, there's now, no, yeah. Now, a mine, I don't know that people made that observation. I built. I, I mean, I don't know if they the noticed it, but I notice it because it, it just makes it easier to, to hear people, and I usually don't get drop calls. Well, they do. The Googles do have better speakers. Uh, I, I They have more volume. Uh, so if you have some some hearing loss and you just want to listen to two things on the speakers on the phone, I now again I'm 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 going with, you know, phones like the SE or the eight or older. You know, the new 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 have better sound quality, as Jeff can attest. I can tell you. Let me ask you a question, Mike. So relating to that, let's say I do want to get a, a Pixel phone from Google. I mean, they make the Pixel. They're coming out with. They've already come out with the seven, by the way. Um, I don't need really need a second cell phone number, so I could actually get that phone as long as there's no SIM in it. I could still use it under Wi-Fi conditions, correct? That wouldn't be a problem. Yeah, there. but Google really wants you to have a phone number. It it really it doesn't like it when I try to use it without it. So you have two separate uh, because phone some numbers. of the services they want to tie certain services to a phone number. And I you see. Can do it, but it it really and these phones now have these eSIMs, so you can program a number. You don't even have to have a SIM card. And that's what I did when I got Mint Mobile. I didn't even, I did it right there on the spot. I didn't have to wait and get a card mailed. And you can have multiple. So I had two phone numbers on this. That was neat. So I could have a personal number and a business number on my same phone number. Although you have to go in. And again, here I'm talking to iPhone, but I think Google does the same thing. So you could say, which which one do you want to be for your phone, your primary phone, you know, when when a call comes in or or when you make an outbound call, which one do you want to show up on their caller ID? Or same with text. Which phone number do you want to be sending those texts from so but that is kind of neat that you can have more than one phone number or use it for a personal and business so you have two phone numbers then uh, so um and of course i know your phone number i use your primary phone number i guess that i call you on on the cell phone so you have actually right. two separate phone numbers so. right but i have a google voice number but that google voice number still expects a regular phone number they don't really want people using it just to to avoid having phone service so it really won't work properly unless you have a phone number to tie it to okay yeah. well i have a google voice number as well and it's tight i've tied it to my home phone number right but, but you, try to try to use it without having a number associated with oh it. no i know that they don't like that, like that I, so. I i agree with you there mike 
but I but I was just curious because uh, I'd like to learn Android. I'd like to get the experience. I don't really need a second phone number, but if I because I'm already paying, uh, you know, I only pay fourteen dollars a month for uh, Spectrum, so I, I really could get a second phone even if I wanted the tire. You could Spectrum. do that, right? You could uh, spend fourteen a month just to have a, a, a phone number associated with it, and. Yeah, it's, it's just a tough call, right? Because if you're not sure if you're going to use it, you could go more of a budget phone, get down two, three hundred dollars, and have something that could work for you. But it might be harder than if you just come into it with a six, six A or seven or something, where because the key is getting more current operating system on it, right? iOS thirteen or not iOS, but the thirteen or whatever, so that you get the latest accessibility features. And so, I don't know. Some of it's a judgment call. Some of it's a learning curve. I mean. Even myself, there's some things I catch on to quickly and some things that throw me a little bit. But Jennifer made a good point. She didn't change the default settings. And, of course, I first thing I do is go in and look at settings. And it's really not a wise idea. Better to leave it at its defaults, figure out what it does, what it can't do, and then maybe go and, and tweak your settings. But not don't do that right away because, you know, it's, that's a, it's a different animal than, than iOS. And when you change a setting, it can change multiple things. So... Um, and then my daughter's mother, I mean, there are people who prefer certain phones. My daughter's mother, Kristen, she likes the Samsung phones, loves them and cannot stand. She has an, uh, I believe she has a phone that's made by TCL. She hates it. She hates yeah, it. Yeah, and, and, and Joe Hodge, who I have a lot of respect for, he feels the same way. There's a lot of people that like the Samsung. It has the Bixby and other stuff added to it, and they like those added features that it that it brings to the phone. I had one of those, and it wasn't bad, but I think I like this one better. But I liked it well enough, but if there was a time when that Samsung was conflicting with Android, and that was a problem. So, but maybe not so much now. So, how do you, do you, do you I don't know, you don't do any teaching, Mike, but, but I find it tough when I talk to old line people who, and it could be side appeal, it could be anyone. But I, I, I don't understand or I don't have the ability to try to convince someone that this is the new technology. And if you're not going to deal with the new technology, you're really going to be left behind. And there are people I know who are so anti-technology. And I don't know I, I don't know what magic words I can say to help them understand that really it's important for you to learn at least some of it. Well, I mean, you know, uh, some people just can't get their head around touch screen. So then, then all these things aren't really then, then go with the blind shell. That that's the first thing. But if you are, and then you work with the touch screens, then it's, it, you know, some people just need, and I'd hope that we would be at a point someday when you can do almost everything with voice control. Uh, I still would like to see that happen, but it's not as popular as, as some of us would like to see it. I mean, I would love to, uh, that's why I'm playing with Windows 11, I would love to totally be able to control my computer by voice. And But, you know, on the phone, you're going to have times when there's just background noise and things going on, and and Siri just, she's good, better about dictation. That's one thing I like about iOS 16, but just simple commands to do things. Google is far superior in that, and if you want to voice control on your phone to get it to do things, then you may much more enjoy Google just telling it to do this or go look for this or play a song or whatever. So it's not that the iPhone can't do it, but I just I just find for information when I just want to ask a question, when I want to know something. Google just steps up in that case. It's and like, I still find there's a bug in Siri. I'll say to Siri, open Citizens. That's the name of my bank. And they'll say, would you like to call Citizens Bank? And I said, open Citizens. Yeah, I, I found that the same yeah. with trying to say call or text. It's better. I say now make a call or place a text or send a text. And in the same case, you might say, you know, 
open application or something. I find if you just say open call or text, it, what do you want to know about? You know, what do you want to know about Bill Sparks? I want to call Bill Sparks, you know, and it's, it's how yeah. I've learned those little things seem to help on the iPhone. Yeah, the iPhone's a little behind because you can take the, like, for example, the Google phone. I tried this the other day, and I said, play the New York Giants from Sirius XM. It went right there and played that instead of uh, the iPhone Siri would tell me, well, we don't support this. So then I'd have to go to XM, swipe down and find it to get it to play the New York Giants. And that's a time saver. JR, would you like to unmute yourself? You just sent me a text message, but I think that maybe what you can say is you can tell everyone. I, I can read it and say, but but if you can unmute yourself, that would be helpful then. <clears throat> because I use, you may have come up with a, a better solution in some respects. All right, I'm unmuted now, I think. You are. Oh, here we go. Here we go, JR. Here's, uh, I know. We're my, in trouble now. Here's my, <laughs> here's my, buddy, here's my buddy. who my, 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 my daughter said I'm a bad influence on you, by the way, JR. So go she's ahead. Not, she's not wrong. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> Um, what I what I found with uh, iOS 16 because I I have the latest versions of everything well, doing beta testing and whatever um, I find that you have to wait a, a second or two after you give after you hit the Siri command um, you actually have to give it a, a second or two to uh, so it'll actually respond um, it's kind of like the wake waking it up I think and okay. that could be. But sometimes if you wait, and you wait just a millisecond too long, then the beep button's going off, and then you got to start over, and you get in a loop. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. Well, I'm I mean, sure. we understand, but you know, like, I, like for example, I, I, I was telling a, like, I was telling Bill when I went to go to, oh, the other thing is, I'll say, uh, I'll, I'll say, open Capital One. It's my, it's my credit card. It'll say there's a capital there's a Capital One bank in Waynesboro, Massachusetts. I don't care about having a Capital One. I'm in Albany, New York. Why am I going to Waynesboro, Massachusetts? Because oh. it's missing it's missing that second delay. Okay, so that's probably what you're what you're saying. I got you, Jr. And the I thing it. I liked about the Google phone is if I use like predictive or what do they call it the the where you can dictate your assistive text or whatever they call it anyway when you start it it makes a sound and tells you listening so you know she's listening to you i mean siri could could let yeah, you know siri's, that do, siri's doing that too now yeah 16 has a tone now uh, but it doesn't say I, listening but it does have a tone so you kind of know doop, doop. Yeah, i have a question does anybody know if you can turn off you know with ios 16 they're starting to add punctuation if you or what they think is appropriate punctuation, if you pause or sometimes even if you don't, it puts commas in weird places. Does anybody know if there's a way to turn that off? I've looked and haven't seen it. Um, I'm trying to think. You know when they have autocorrect and you you can turn all that autocorrecting stuff off, and I think it will it will turn off the punctuations. I believe, but I'm not sure about that, Chris. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking that it was mentioned on one of the Apple this podcast that you can do that. I just. But I know you can still say comma, period, or you can articulate right. it. And I was already in such a habit of doing that anyway that that's not a big deal. I think that's part of predictive texting. I'll have to look at that because I thought I had it turned all turned off. Yeah, they do. Now, they've been doing that with the Pixel for about a year and a half now. The 
where it inserts the punctuation and all that stuff. But they all flip-flop between each other. One will get some features and then the other one. But as far as languages and predictive text, I think Google may have it on that realm. JR, you do beta testing, and you get the stuff before I get it. Let me ask you a question. Have, 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 when you've loaded a beta of an operating system on your phone, has it ever hosed your phone? Have you ever had a real problem? No. Nope, I really, I don't think I've ever really had a problem with it. I haven't either, but I've only done 15 and 16. The only issue I had sometimes where the speech went away and I had to just restart the phone, but I've never had anything that I couldn't recover. Yeah. Hey, one thing I noticed, and, and, and I've used the eloquence on my iPhone 8, on my iPhone 8, on my iPhone 14 Pro, I have it set for, as one of my voices, and it sounds terrible. I don't like the sound of the eloquence. I use Alex for my voice. I just don't like the eloquence sound. You I don't, know, like well, I I don't, don't like either. Um, well, I lowered the pitch. That I, you know, I would suggest trying that first, lower it to 40 or 30. Yeah, but okay. I use mine at 20, but I like them to sound like Barry White. Most people probably don't like that, yeah. but... That, yeah. to me, makes Eloquence sound better. I, I have to say my Windows. If I had to listen to Eloquence at its default pitch, I wouldn't use it because it just... The other thing is you can't... It, it, you have to jump between increments of 10. You can't go like 55 might be a sweet spot, but you can't do that. You have to go from 50 to 60, which might be a little faster than you wanted. You know, you can't... Right, the pitch and rate are both ten percent increments. They so should go to five. That would that would help. I agree. Um, but personally, yeah. I think the Google so when they had it did a better job of that. I'm still not very pleased about that. We paid for the program and paid for it, and they just took it away. Yeah, on Android, right? I'm right. Clarify for our audience. Which, yeah. which program are we talking about? Eloquence. Oh. oh, the other thing I, the other thing you should be aware of, and and I don't want it to scare you when you get an iPhone, but there is a problem when going from your older phone to your newer phone, and they've talked about. It. I've seen a number of YouTube videos on it, and maybe Apple Business talked about it as well, Mike, because I know you follow it more than I do. Is the problem I had when backing up was the problem wasn't that the phone wasn't set up properly. The problem was that it went to back up the phone, the stuff from the old phone to the new phone. It 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 kind of crashed on me, and I had to go to Apple to figure that out, and. Uh, and when I went to Apple, I said, "Look, let's let's forget this. Let's start all over again and go to DFU or get it to the the the, the, the firmware to its defaults when you when you get the phone out of the box." And that's what we did, and it and it actually works out better that way. The I thought that was mostly the iPhone eight, but I don't know. I it mean, may be the iPhone eight because I did I did my second to third gen. It worked flawlessly, but I did have issues with the iPhone eight to the SE. So I think it was something specific with the eight that you had and I had as well. Just my thought. I don't know. It uh, might be. Only problem I had with the 8 to the SE3 was it lost a couple of my passwords. I had to redo those, but otherwise everything worked that, fine. That almost always happens, that you yeah. have to re-enter a couple of your passwords, especially bank, PayPal, your, those. You're just you're going to have to re-enter those. That's we didn't have any thing. problem moving from the 8 to the 12. Right, but I think some the, of that is just phone specific, not as not even model maybe, but just phone specific. Uh, the other problem I had, and but I, I seem to have gotten it figured out now, is making sure that my face and the phone are at a right distance from each other. That face ID really does work well. And and Jr., I think when I was using your phone, there's a thing, uh, a haptic that you, when, as you swipe up in the center of the screen, it'll make a beep beep beep. Yeah, it, it's, it's on. You just didn't hear it. Oh, I didn't hear it. Okay, well, maybe yeah. my, my hearing isn't quite as good. You've you got, got to bash my head in a little bit, Jay. Maybe. One maybe. thing I was going to mention is if you do lose speech, 
I've found if you do the triple tap, turn speech off, and then triple tap, turn speech on, it comes back usually. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's Bluetooth. Like I forgot and left my Bluetooth receiver on the other day. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, that'll I've do had it. that happen. <laughs> <laughs> that'll do. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. So, yeah, and I still encourage if you're going to switch phones, Back, take the time and back everything up to the cloud. I mean, because maybe everything will port between phones, holding them in close proximity. But I just, I don't just trust experience it. be better if you use that iCloud. Um, I did, I did not have them hold the phone from one to the other. I, 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 I said let's just get it from the cloud. It's just easier and it's it's it's, it's quicker anyway. I think anyway in the long run. I think with the Google to the iPhone, we just took there was like a little cable you can get in. You can hook that cable up and. It only took about a minute and a half with that cable. That is true. Yeah, you you you'd use a Lightning to USB C and uh, and any Lightning to USB C, and it well, can go either direction. Although now, Mike, here's one question for you. In, in Europe, Apple there's a there's a ruling that came down with the EU saying that <laughs> Apple has to replace the get rid of the Lightning cable on the phone and use USB C as the cable that you'd be using as a primary cable to go to your iPhone to the charger. Now, are the uh, I suspect I think I think they have a few years to do this. Yeah, 2024. And I suspect that uh, yeah. So so I, is that's going to be a game changer here in this country because they, we don't have those kinds of rules. But they certainly aren't going to make different phones for Europe and different phones for the for North America. Well, it is nice that we get a standard of USB-C and the standard of of power supply, so you can use them with different devices. Because I can remember back in the day, you plug in the wrong device and you could fry your phone. You could start a fire. I mean, you you. I don't, I've, I've seen some bad things happen. Batteries explode. So What was, Jeff, I sent you something a while ago about um, one of the countries had to stop selling the iPhones because they didn't have a charger with them. Yeah, and I forgot. Maybe it was Australia. I, I, I don't remember the country. Yeah, I mean, some, some country mandated that the, that the in-charger be in Belgium, maybe. I can't remember. It was some European yeah. country that mandated that within that country that, you know, that you need to include the charger. So... So, so, Jeff, it seems like you're the latest one with the iOS through the 14 Pro. Uh, what came actually in the box? Because okay. I really don't know. The phone, of course, the phone came in the box, and they gave me a charging cable, lightning to uh, lightning to USB-C. That, that's what came in the box. They do not give you a charger. However, I bought from Apple because, I, you know, the, the, the original chargers for the iPhone 8 that came with those, those little, those little square things to have USB-A, it's terrible. They, they break after a while. They, 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 they overload or something happens. In the char- so I contacted Apple. What can I get to replace it? And she said, well, why don't you get a charging, a charger port that has USB-A and USB-C? And I bought those. They were they were made by Belkin, and I I, I know Belkin makes top quality products. Yep. And so I said, okay. And they said, would you like it delivered today? We if if they have them in stock at the store, I'll set it up so DoorDash will deliver the chargers. That was at that was at twelve o'clock. They said the charger would be there at three. Would you know at three o'clock on the dot on the dot? My my intercom rang from my apartment, and DoorDash was there, and I ordered two of them. And uh, that was the best. That was the best thing I could do. So that worked out very very well. So, so, so what a kicker. Apple wants to save the environment by not including chargers, but then they won't standardize to USB-C so that people could use other supplies that they have. 
Right. Yeah. Or they should they should at least have something to say. Is this your first Apple device? Well, we're going to include a charger, but well, no, maybe that's part of their sales gimmick. You know, they, they because who else sells a product without the ability to power? Right, it, but maybe right? that's their sales gimmick. Once they get you into the store, you know, this you know their thing is, hey, do you need a charger to go with this phone? It doesn't come with one, but uh, we have them over here on sale. It's not maybe not even bought a radio that takes batteries, but it does take an AC adapter, and and you have to buy the AC adapter separately. Yep. They're all doing I that. I found it thing. ironic. Uh, I was going to say, I found it kind of ironic that they send you a USB-C to lightning cable. Because how many people have a USB-C charger? Well, they know more people do than lightning chargers. So they're gambling. You already have something in your house that it'll work with. I, I will yeah. tell you, Tim, that uh, that USB-C is, is as fast as you can, is, is lightning fast when it comes to charging your phone. Compare it to USB-A, there is no comparison. They, it, it is a very quick way of charging the phone. Very quick. Now I'm hearing Bob Rivers in my head, you know, that Christmas album. Batteries not included. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've heard that. <laughs> yep. No parking. That's right, JR. And that, that's right. <laughs> now, I've never played with MagSafe stuff. Have you done that at all, Mike? With, with, with the uh, once I was at my friend's house. He had one of those chargers. That Chi, Q-I, spelled, pronounced Chi, chargers. Uh, uh, so I have seen it work. But those, uh, they can heat up your device, and they are RF hell. So you radio enthusiasts will not like having one of those cheap charger mats around. Because more noise on top of all the noise we already have on AM and FM with those things. Well, you made my decision, at least for now. What are the, they're the, what are they, the, however, for your phone on top of them or whatever? Yeah, it's like yeah. a mat, and you get your phone in the proximity. You have a little bit of a leeway area that you can set it on, and it makes contact. And yeah. There's another type you can buy, too, that goes actually on your phone case. They're very slim and small for your iPhone. There's a use case scenario where that may be important. <laughs> the people that are using glasses, the those Ira glasses or Envision glasses, a lot of times, especially the people are out about a lot that have to use the hotspots, find that those chargers are best to keep their battery, you know, stocked up and running while they're out. So that's why they use those type of ma- those chargers that you can get from like Zag or someplace like that, that works on the new 13s and 14s that you put on the back of the of the iPhone because they're having trouble with hotspots. Well, everybody. We 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 use a fast charger with the with the glasses and it works really well. Right, it does but, charge a lot faster. Well, I, I get all of that, but when you're out someplace and you need your battery up, you know, where you may not have a chance to get to your hard charger. Now, I'm weird. I use I used to buy cases that have a battery in it uh, that protects the back of the phone, and then I can push a button on the back and have that battery and double or use about triple the life of the phone before I have to charge it. But that makes the phone heavier and somewhat like that. I don't, it doesn't really bother uh, me. Um, but One so. thing about the iPhone 14 Pro that's that you're going to like, Mike, and I think JR, uh, it does, is that it has a very heavy-duty battery. I went to bed at 10 o'clock last night. I got up at 3.30 in the morning. My battery was at 100% when I went to bed. I locked the phone. When I got up at 3.30 in the morning, it was at 99%. It it, does, it really holds a charge. It, well, it's it's not that. It's better about when you uh, 
you know, when you put it into sleep mode or whatever, that it does actually not use power. It, it's that's one thing they've they've improved. Even the SE three is better. Uh, you know, when you lock the phone, that's what I meant. Uh, that it it's not gobbling up and boy, not Jeff, look what you drug out. Look what you dug out, Jeff. I know. I, I can't. I can't believe I got him out of the woodwork. <laughs> hey, Doug, why don't you unmute? You are unmuted. Go ahead, Doug. At least I, th- I thought he was. Is he? Unmuted? There we go. There you go, Doug. There, you go. there we go. Am I unmuted? Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. We, we Hello? don't hear you. Talk a little louder, Doug. Hey, um, when you're ready to change topics, I got a question for all of you. So just tell me. No, when. go ahead. We're ready. Well, I've got a, a, a Bose Wave system. It's an older one, and um, it's finally dying. When I turn it on and turn it off, it makes a loud pop noise, and sometimes it doesn't turn on at all. And I'm looking to replace it, and I don't want to buy another Bose Wave system. First of all, they're $434. You're paying for a CD player that I'll probably never use. And if you want Bluetooth for it, you have to pay for an extra receiver. I'm wondering if anybody has looked for radios of that sort of size that have better sound than average. Uh, has anybody, if anybody has any recommendations, I'm all ears. I don't know if they're still making them or not, but before, way back in the early days of Bose even, Cambridge Soundworks made some awfully nice-sounding stuff. Um, I didn't think their radio was all that great, but compared to the Bose, but uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not even sure they do anymore. Yeah. Hey, well, and what about I Doug? Say, um, I don't think you want to go down the Sonos route again. Well, I was going to ask you. Jenny really loves the Amazon. So, what about those speakers? So, first of all, those have a 3.5 input, and so that's not quite the same, but. Uh, you know, you're trying to find an old school radio that you can tune AM, FM, but you know, something where you have a speaker with a 3.5 to feed and Bluetooth to bring your iPhone and, and you know, streaming radio or uh, hard code. But that's a good question about standalone. Yeah, there right. just doesn't seem to be much standalone out there. I radio saw production's f- down, it seems like. I yeah, think it, uh, it is. Well, in Fort Myers, it is like up to 21 stations off the air right now, still. Maybe. So, I mean, radio's getting harder and harder to Did get. Did you know the FM, AM and FM band are going to go away tomorrow, Doug? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say no, that. No, that's Friday, Jeff. <laughs> oh, Friday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's Friday. Um, Friday when that all happens. That's not tomorrow. They're waiting till Friday. But um, And I know Sanjian makes these box radios that, that they all look the same. They're built in the same cabinet but different different guts but they just they don't, don't have a good have, tone no there's audio is okay but it's not you know for, for the size the bose is it just sounds good for that size and i can't find anything that even comes close to that we've got one in the room and we haven't gotten rid of it it's the old school style of you know the bose wave radio oh yeah with the one with the buttons on it yeah yep. and i don't think it even has a cd player my sister yeah. has one with a CD player, and she says the only reason I'm not getting rid of it is because it has a CD player. Yeah, um, the, the old bows, one of our cats used to turn that thing on at midnight and sit on the volume control. <laughs> well, we've had that happen before. Mm-hmm. The cat gets on the 
on that on that thing. But those were good. Those were decent. Their AM wasn't too good. No, but uh, the FM was pretty sensitive. Yeah. Yes, it was, and I like those radios but i don't know doug um i was thinking that the other you know what i've never seen i've always wanted to see maybe something like an ipad or an android phone speaking of which um or a device or a tablet that is something like that that has buttons on it that's a it's shaped like a radio or whatever that could be wi-fi you know what i'm saying like a one thing I've noticed, at least with a lot of the speakers, is if you hook a radio up to them, if they don't have a radio, they cause so much interference in the radio. That Even on FM, yeah, <laughs> that the radio is worthless. Yeah, um, now some of that can be combated by using a better shielded cable or putting a little distance between them. So it depends on the speakers, but uh, yeah, some of them are just bad and. You're going to regret it. It's not going to serve your purpose. Well, what do you think the value of a 3.5 jack is anymore? I, I think those are, I don't know, in my opinion, I think they're going away. Oh, I love them. No, I I, I like them I, too. I, I was looking for mixers, and I found out it was interesting because almost every newer mixer has at least one. But I'm like, okay, more than one would be nice, but it's kind of yeah. interesting. Yeah, out and in, a, a lot of them do. Right, know. right. Yeah. Oh, the bills that I get to play with next week, uh, it has 3.5. And it's just handy when you have something that just... There's so many things with the 3.5 connectors. Oh, yes. I I don't think they'll go away, but I would. Why don't they put them back on even these modern new phones? Because some people would like a earphone. I just tried to get a simple, what do you call it, pillow speaker that I could put under the pillow at night. Now those things are hard to find. Well, Sea Crane still has them. Yeah, that was. Yeah, Sea Crane still has them. Yep. Yeah, but mine doesn't. Maybe it's the device. It's not real, real, real loud. You know what I mean? It's not. Well, you can turn it up. Well, I've got it at full volume under the pillow, and you can't hear it. Maybe it, your pillow's too thick. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a valuable point there, but but still, you know. Yeah, that's, and that could be right. Either the speaker uh, or the device feeding it if it doesn't have a good. Right, uh, I don't know. about. I don't know if C Crane has improved on this any or not, but I had a couple of their pillow speakers from before, and the cable dried out and got all crispy. <laughs> the insulation on the cable, and it was it wrecked the speaker. I mean, I couldn't use it. You're gonna have to send it to Dave to fix, right, Dave? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Dave was trying to ask something a minute ago. Yeah, I wanted to ask Doug if he has tried the uh, the Wave 4. I was looking at it, and I saw such mixed reviews. The overall rating is good, but then people complain that they stop working in six to seven months, and the CD gets jammed in them. And I don't care about the CD, but I, I just don't want to pay $450 for something I have to add Bluetooth to. It just seems... Yeah, that that is true, because yeah. I have the Wave 4... And I like the radio. Uh, now, I've not had that problem. The only trouble I had was because that has a touch screen, you know, on the top. Yes. And I had a little trouble because the alarm kept wanting to go off. And <laughs> yeah, the, we've had that The problem. setting was not accessible. So. We, we had to get somebody the, uh, to come in and set it. It's that cat again. 
How about that speaker, that new one that the AT guys have? The, um, I can't remember what it's called. Anyway, it's 199 bucks. It just came out yesterday. Uh, oh, that new, new Storm or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The one. <laughs> yeah. It's, it and I think, do they like still it's... make boom boxes? I was watching a, a show on Netflix, and they were still showing people walking around with these big boom boxes, and they sounded pretty good. And I was like, I didn't know they still make it. actually had one on their... Oh, it was. I think it was their special of the day a few days ago. <laughs> well, yeah, do they I still just want something with a small profile and, and yeah, uh, with a good sound? Things do, like that are getting hard to find. Do they even make? Can they make a a um, maybe a boombox or a spit? Let's say a speaker now that you can listen to Wi-Fi on and do all of that. Do they have those anymore? And you can. Well, that's what I was asking about. You got you and Jennifer got those Amazon speakers, right? And she really raves about the sound. One ninety nine a piece, right? Which could be stereo, or you can put two of them and spread them out. Do those have? Uh, what do they have as far as interface? Are you strictly limited to Amazon? Do you have three point five? Do you have, it, can you Bluetooth? It does have three point five in actually. Okay, um, that's nice. But man, when you hook it up, it's you think the other little Amazons are noisy. Those are RF. Oh, are they a bad? Oh, yeah. goodness, yes. And, and some of those have cheap preamps, so they add hiss and have noise. Uh, what's the sound quality like? On the on the uh, studio? The Amazon. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's pretty good. And it's even going to get better because they're doing a major update to it or supposed that's, to. Hey, are the dots? Have, uh, I, I know we got two oh, hands raised, but go ahead, go ahead, Tim. I was going to ask, Doug, does it have a delay when you plug something into the, the audio jack? Very slight. Uh, okay, because I hate I hate that. <laughs> I'm sorry. But... Yeah, but if it's plugged in and you're listening to that, you won't notice it. Unless yeah, I mean, unless you got a microphone, <laughs> you're probably not even going to notice it. That's half a yeah. second tops, right? If that. Yeah, I actually, the reason I say that is I used to use my Radio Shack, um, the the one that has each the HD radio, a Curian, as a. Uh, monitor sometimes and I would plug headphones into it and <laughs> when you're trying to talk on the air you got that half second delay or whatever it is yeah, that could that could be rather distracting yeah most of those things do that now though you know yeah Bill do you want me to take these hands or we'll just uh, uh, I'll, I'll guy up I'll let's go with Julie first okay how about if we do kay. that and Julie unmute yourself please yes good morning I've still got my odd voice but um, anyway, Chris, I I am a comma queen, so I wouldn't mind commas in strange places. But um, Chris, do you have a good recipe for making um, hot cider? Actually, um, like a crockpot yeah. cider. Yes, yeah. yes, actually, I do. I'll try to get that on next week. Okay. And I don't want to use those mulling spices, just kind of a cinnamon sugar kind of thing, probably. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. And with Billy on the hand, that is Bill out in uh, Chicago. Just hang on one second before you bring Bill up. Okay. Go ahead. Um, Julie, they do sell in the grocery stores the, uh, they, they, they're like hot, hot apple cider packets. Um I think they're like tea bags or something, but they're uh, they're actually pretty good. There's some powders out there that are good too. Um, there's some K cups that are good. Sam's used to have a good little 
package of little square packets of powder that you put in and dissolve in a cup of hot water. They were good. But I will try to come up with a... Yeah, she I, might want to make a whole bunch of it. Yeah, because I don't want to make... I, I'm thinking about maybe we're hosting trick-or-treaters and thought when we got done doing that, that we might want to come in and have some hot cider or something. Right, so, yeah. Yeah. Don't forget so, to come to my door and give me those peanut butter cups, Julie. Oh, okay. All right, thanks. I will try to do that. Thanks. <laughs> I'm kidding you, Julie. Thank it you. Sounds, it sounds like you need some hot ginger brandy, though. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, real quick. <laughs> yeah. Try a swig of brandy, a swig of whiskey, and a swig of rum, and uh, one of two things will happen, right? No, I, I think <laughs> you'll either uh, feel better or forget you felt. Yeah, better. I forget. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how we made it, but I was really sick when I was living in Syracuse, and my roommate made this hot toddy, and he said, "Drink one of these tonight, and you go to bed, you'll feel better in the morning." And I did. It was great. So, uh, okay, Tom. And you've been doing it ever since. That's right. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> what are they? Whiskey and lemon and whiskey and lemonade and honey or something like yeah, that? Yeah, something like it? that. I don't remember what it was, but it was good. It works. Yeah. Makes you quick. Even if you get if you have a bad cough and you don't have any cough syrup, a shot of whiskey will cure that too. That's true. I remember being on radio and of course my then wife, you know, she's a nurse. Oh, just you know, my throat would be sore and I'm trying to do a radio show and not sound like a frog and she'd say, Oh, spec tea, these are the miracle and they kinda help but my whole throat and face would be numb. I mean, you know, but we truck on, right? I'm like doing a radio show with your voice. Though sometimes it made you sound deeper, more manly. Then you sound nasally. That that was not good for radio. But you know. man. All right, we better bring Bill in. And All we, right, Bill, unmute yourself, please. I got to fix Tim's phone, too, for his Yeah, real quick. I, uh, I think Mike answered the question a while ago. I was going to say we were talking about battery life on uh, cell phones and that. And he said you get the case that's got a, what, it's got a battery built into it, keeps your battery charged. I remember years ago they used to have this. I don't I haven't seen them around for a while. Used to plug into the bottom of your cell phone as an extender, like an extended battery, back in the '80s and '90s. Maybe that's before your guys' time, but it was, I it had was a, an extra battery. With an extra I had battery a case. About, I had a case for my iPhone that it slid into that had an extra battery in it. That would okay, keep then it you do have. I just, I just curious because I haven't really looked for any. I don't, I don't run my battery on because the old cell phones, the battery didn't last as long. Sometimes you'd go on, on a road trip. I found these um, battery extenders. Yeah, it's about maybe two inches long and about the width of an old flip phone. And you'd plug it into the uh, power to where you charge your battery. Well, they're, they're battery packs. Yeah, it was like a battery pack. But yeah, it was, that's all they I didn't know if they still made those. Now, they said they got cases. Now, I've got the batteries in them. But they still make those as well. I, I've seen them. So Yeah, so they, they, they well, sell them. Look, you can buy yeah. them. You can actually buy them. I, I think my wife's got one that looks like a candy cane or something like that. Or, yeah, they, they you know, they, they're all they kinds of fancy things right. now today with them. Right, right. I didn't know if they still made those. Because I haven't looked at a long while. But this lookout sounds good on the um, Android phone. Of course, I got an iPhone. But otherwise, that's about, about it. We got rain here all day today, about 55 degrees. It's moving east. Jeff, I'm sorry. It's All right, thank you, you, Bill. Thank you. <laughs> All righty. All right. Do we have Don in North yeah, Hollywood? Well, yeah, they haven't raised their hand yet, but uh, they're here. Uh, 
I do want to say something to Don while he's on the phone. We missed your request Monday. That was not anywhere close to intentional, so we're sorry about that. Hey, we better do a recipe or we'll run out of time. No, we've got plenty of yeah. time. Go yeah, ahead. Sorry, Chris, I was muted there. Yeah, uh, you're definitely forgiven on that. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, just to give you a quick uh, summation of what's going on with this. Uh, I'm in the middle of a uh, getting selected for a jury trial, which I'm trying to get out of. Oh. And uh, so... Uh, Today, fortunately, I won't have to go in until this afternoon, and so hopefully uh, when I talk to the judge, I'll be able to tell him, hey, you know, I got uh, uh, Sandy here, uh, I got to take her to the hospital and stuff like that, hopefully get out of this trial, because it sounds like it's a fairly big-profile case. Just tell the jury, just tell the, the, the lawyers that you hate criminals, and you think everyone should go to jail for life, and you'll never be picked on that jury. <laughs> now, I don't know about <laughs> the laws, Don. a possibility there. Yeah, uh, I think, don't, know, they, don't you know in advance what the case is, or you just say, I have a bias toward this? No, they, they'll tell you when you get there. They don't, tell, they don't tell you in the mail. They'll tell you when you get to the case. Right, but I'm saying, right, will he yeah. know that before he's even asked to? Yeah, there, I don't know. There's a number of ways to get out of it, and it was kind of weird because I wanted to get out of jury duty until my county said you can't be a juror. They, you can come down here, but you'll just be dismissed. They don't have any blind, right? Jurors, some blind you know, people evidence, and yeah. How old are you, Don? You could have, you could have actually, when you got the letter, called them up and say, "Hey, I'm totally blind. Do uh, you still want me?" Yeah, I, I did that uh, in Albany. I said because I can't see the evidence. I don't feel I could be fair in, in being a jurist without being able to see the evidence involved. And I really felt that way. And I, I've never been called since. Yeah. yeah, that if you really just don't want to do it, you could have your doctor's office fax something to them. And I, I'm not saying people should do this. I'm just saying that is what was told to me. You could have something faxed, just saying you're blind, and you know they'll never bother you again. You won't even be picked for jury duty. What about in Indiana? Oh, I don't mind doing my bit, except that, you know, on the first day when I went in, they hit us with this trial thing, and uh, the criteria that they used, I couldn't say no to it at the time. Uh, but, you know, uh, then I found out that uh, Sandy's going to need to, and I, I'm the only person that can take her to the hospital there. I'm the only guy that can do it. Her, her uh, older brother's not able to do it, he, you know, his health's not good, and her younger brother... Uh, took her house and her uh, trust and moved off to Texas. So, yeah, I'm the only guy left. I do believe, though, that you say, you know, right, just that, that I have medical, someone with extreme medical needs that right. cannot be my absence. That probably will excuse you just but that alone. You should be able to call there. Uh, no, I tried that. I had to go no, they, to. Uh, they uh, want I you in person, in I think. Uh, no, the, I know. Not the judge, but the people at the. Uh, you know, in the, in the jury room, the, the the clerks and stuff like that. And they said, oh, the only way to do that is on it. Yeah, I couldn't just call to get off duty duty in Albany, JR. I had to get a doctor's note. Oh, I did. I just called them. What if you're 65 yeah, you know or older, Don? Are you 65 or no. older? Oh, I'm pushing 70. Oh, uh, that's not an excuse anymore. Oh, it used to be, but no. I don't. No, yeah, there's so much age, yeah, there's so much discrimination bit, today, it's... Yeah, mm. uh, Sandy's dad went when he was in his nineties. Not too, oh. not too uh, long before he died, he went to one. Oh. Uh, well, anyway, another th funny thing that's going on uh, is the city hall for the city of Los Angeles, and uh, there was a big story that broke a couple of days ago about these uh, 
city council, somebody had taped them, and they had talked all kinds of, you know, wrong things about minorities. <laughs> and yeah, it was, uh, it was, K- it was KNX Radio that had taped the uh, meeting. And oh, they did. It, it, it oh, got what? out. It got out. So, um, well, I don't think we should be getting into that particular subject right now, John, Don. But uh... yeah, I just <laughs> wanted to mention that that was going on across the way as all. Well. Like, you know, uh, however it comes out, it comes out. Well, anyway, I'll let you all go. But uh, well, good anyway, luck to uh, you. Like I say, uh, Dave and Chris, don't worry about that. <laughs> uh, we, uh, as an old radio guy myself, I know how things can happen sometimes. We so just didn't see it. I didn't see it till yesterday morning. I don't know if it didn't come in or I don't know what happened. But anyway, we'll catch you Monday. <laughs> okay, we sure will. All right. All right, Chris, go ahead with your recipe. Okay, this recipe is for apple cobbler, and it's super easy, and even Jeff could make it. <laughs> Two cans of apple pie filling, one yellow cake mix, two sticks butter or margarine thinly sliced, and optional cinnamon and sugar. You preheat the oven to 350, pour apple pie filling into your 9 by 13 pan, spread it out, sprinkle cake mix evenly over the top, distribute the thin slices of butter evenly over the top, and if you want to, that's when you add your cinnamon and sugar over the top of that. And you put it in the oven and you bake it 45 to 55 minutes. Super easy. Have you done it yet, Chris? I have, and it's good. And you can change the pie filling in the cake mix if you want to, stuff like that. I was good. You did it, and Dave finished it before you could get to taste it, right? No, we, I actually got to taste it, but it's it's good. I'm sorry. Dave's going to kill me. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, I don't think Jeff can make that. His hands hurt too much. Yeah, that is the question. Butter. Jeff, can you handle Are you up to the task? Can you do uh, that? Amazon makes a little... $7 butter slicer that makes really thin slices out of a stick of butter. It's oh, those things cool. are neat. They are. I've never they're, seen one of those before. They, wow. They're like, what do they call them? Pats? Yeah, little pats of butter. It makes, they're like little squares. Well, you what about, you know. this thing down on top of the stick of butter and it comes out with these little squares. Well, that would be neat. Yeah, that, sounds like, that. that sounds kind of cool. But don't say about me, Jer, how, how, much, how much baking do you do? Especially real um, butter, uh, that's what I meant. That's what right. I meant, Jay. I, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> See how he gets me in trouble. My 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 buddy gets is me in it, trouble. Is it just me or is, like these butter spreads or whatever they were called? Are they changing so they don't taste much like butter anymore? Not like real butter. Well, if if you go to restaurants like we were at the Longhorn Restaurant Steakhouse and they had butter for you know, bread for butter and it's warm and it's not real. That's not real butter. You can tell it's not real butter. Oh no, a lot of that stuff's not. A lot of stuff that has actual petroleum in it. Oh, yeah. yeah, you gotta really chop around and read read the ingredients and know what you're getting. A lot of times they're they're beginning to take some of the fat, even more fat, out of butter and replace <clears throat> it with what seems to me is water. It's horrible. It tastes terrible. <laughs> yeah, it does, Jeff. I've always said if it says low fat, no fat, or reduced fat, forget it, man, because it's it's it's, it's horrible. Yeah, when they eat these low fat creams or low fat this, just low fat salad dressing, oh, it's just awful. And I don't think they save anything. 
at all. I don't know. Food today has gotten so expensive. It's, uh, I mean, who would think that we'd ever be paying $5 for a dozen of eggs? Yeah. It's just crazy. It is crazy. You're right, JR. It's crazy. And, you know, they expect people on the same income to buy these foods. And that well, kind of stuff. I'm surprised Social Security not only going up 9%, it may ought to go up 10 or 15, 20% at least. $8 for a, for a tub of, of whipped cream cheese, Philadelphia cream cheese? That, that's ridiculous. Man. Yeah. And you get a, you used to be able to get a box of. A box of candy bars for thirty some and they're almost forty dollars for a thing that used to be under twenty bucks. Yeah, I think we got well, Julie's hand raised. Well, tell Jackie she shouldn't eat them; they're not healthy anyway. That's when, true. It, when is when is uh, our, our president going to put a, a price freeze in? A uh, what? A price freeze when hell freezes over? Yeah. Well, I mean that's one thing that Nixon did. He did do that. Julie, go ahead. Uh, uh, unmute yourself, please. Um, somebody told me that they had heard that we might get some kind of a stimulus check. <laughs> uh, rumor. I'm sure it's a rumor because I don't. I couldn't think of any good reason to get a stimulus check. No, but tomorrow, Mike said in the in all in the beginning of the show that they are coming out with the cost of living increase. So yes. probably get a nine percent increase in your social security. Yes, I heard that, but I thought I don't know why we'd be getting a uh, stimulus check, but. Kathy said she'd heard that we might be getting them. So. If they, uh, maybe they, I, I don't know that they need to boost the economy with a stimulus check again, but who knows? Uh, you, you never know. But uh, Well, there, there's a lot of Facebook scams, so when someone's heard where, what is your source? Right. Right. That's right. So I just sure. like the fact that they're not going to raise Medicare. They've always raised Medicare. Now, I'm not saying they won't this, you know, but they've never they're not. They're lowering raised. Medicare this year. They are, yeah, yeah. yeah. As and I don't pay the premiums bill because it, it, the New York State pays it through my health right. plan. So, so I don't see the premium increases because uh, they uh, they readjust my health costs. But like Mike said, if you have that much in rent, how are you going to make it anyway? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So just a quick poll. I don't know. I mean, I know some folks here are homeowners, but any of you renting? Have have you or do you know a family member that's had a? I would call that a dramatic increase. It's one thing twenty, thirty dollars, you know, for your next yeah. lease, but two fifty. I mean, I haven't seen it here at the towers where I live, um, and I know people who live here, and they just are just, they're just not doing that. But then again, that's that that's a large complex with three different with three buildings, and you've seen my place, Jr. So you know what I'm talking about. So we so haven't seen it here. If they did. Uh, that to you, Jeff. If they increased it five hundred bucks a month, Sharon, can I move in for a while? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then she'd say, after about a month, no, go back to Albany. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't even get there. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> but seriously, no that that is a. Where, uh, where is who's doing that? Well, uh, people. It's all over the news how landlords are trying are jacking up the rents to three or four hundred dollars. Sometimes even even five hundred dollars, Mike. I've seen that. Right, as well. exactly. Two fifty is uh, just a, a figure I heard that, and it could be more than that, like twenty five percent across the board increase. Uh, well, you got to yeah. realize how much did the. I mean, here's the way I'm looking at it, and and this is kind of a scary thought that I have. Um, I just bought a house, which is you know back in December. Uh, I bought it during the pandemic. I probably paid, you know, probably 30% more than I probably should have paid for the house, more. So 
I'm I'm waiting for my assessment, you know, to for the cities or whatever to do the reassessing process. Once the house probably gets reassessed at the now market values, you know, what's who's not going to say that our taxes aren't going to go up by that much? Well, they right, will, but, but hopefully you got a much better interest rate by that and can far save well, I did. Yeah, so you, you lucked out there. That was I did, timing. but people, yeah, you're right. And, and if it goes up too much with your assessment, are you going to fight it? A lot of people say, well, I don't want to bother with it because I'm, I'm, I'm probably not going to win. So are you going to go to City Hall and Schenectady and fight it? Absolutely, I would. But, you know, just because I can't afford it not to. You, you know, but point. I mean, that's a gamble, too, because what happens if they come back and reassess it again? And, you know, hey, I'm sorry, your assessment was wrong. We didn't actually reassess it properly. Yeah. And it been, <laughs> they tend not to more. do the assessments every year, though. They tend to they do that no. every few years. So maybe you'll be lucky so far. You never know. I'm hoping. Yeah. And you could those could always be contested. You look at your neighborhood a couple blocks in all directions, you know, to, to find out what you have surrounding you. That affects your neighborhood, the property values. But, yeah, I mean, interest rates right now are going up to like 6%, I think it is now. 6.5 or something like that. Be um, happy that I'm not 13 or 14%. I think my sister bought a house 40 years ago or something, like that, and that's how high the interest rates were back then. Yeah. Well, when they were like 2 point something, 2.3 or something like that, it would have been a great time to get into them. But, and they were a lot cheaper back then, too. So Yeah. You got that point. All right, it's Tim time almost. It's almost Tim time? Oh, it is, actually. Actually. I wanted to play something by the late Angela Lansbury. And did she have any music, any hits? Well, you could play that song uh, from Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast, I guess. Yeah. Well, I figured maybe she did a Broadway song somewhere along the way, 75 years. You'd always play the theme song to Murder, she wrote. Yeah. (laughs) That's true, you could. All right, everyone. Thank you. Thank you, panel. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for all the participation. Have a great day. Jeff, I'll be expecting some of that.